I knew his promises, I stuck to them, and he was faithful through it. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today is Testimony Thursday. And we have a CBN testimony of a man who is a missionary in Haiti, and he ends up being thrown in prison. But God shows himself faithful. God is true to his word. I know many times when we are in the midst of hardship, in the midst of financial difficulties, in the midst of relational difficulties, in the midst of you know physical difficulties, it's hard sometimes to believe that the word of God is true. You know, the word says, by your stripes I am healed. God says that he will meet all of our needs according to his glorious riches in Christ. And sometimes when you're in the midst of it, it's difficult to believe and know that God indeed is faithful. But even if we don't feel it, we still must hold on to the promises and the truth of God's word. And that's exactly what this guy did in prison in Haiti. Here's the story. Phil Snyder's mission of mercy almost ended in his death. The missionary to Haiti was taking a young boy named Shelton to get a visa. Shelton had punctured his eye on a nail, and Phil wanted to fly him back to the United States for surgery. One minute we're driving down the road and uh, everything's great, everybody's optimistic, everything's in color. The next minute I look back at the road and there's a rock heading for my windshield, which time I ducked and gunfire broke out all around the car and all of a sudden that beautiful color day turned black and white and uh, there's no describing that feeling all of a sudden realizing you're in no man's land and um, chances are pretty good you could end up being dead this day. Phil says that the first rock thrown at his windshield was actually a blessing because it made him duck and ducking kept him from taking a shotgun blast to the face. Most of the gunfire hit me from here, through the shoulder, up into the neck, in the ear, the side of the face, across the chest. A Haitian gang took Phil and Shelton hostage. Kidnappers let Phil call his wife Amber on his cell phone. And he said, well, they got me. And I said, have you been kidnapped? It just never dawned on me that my husband would ever be in that kind of danger. Phil's own mother and father had been missionaries to Haiti since 1970. And they didn't know that we were feeding and loving and teaching thousands of children over there and had been for years. Phil's mother was at her home in Haiti when she got a gruesome delivery. And he brought a shirt that was real bloody on the front, you know, looked like a lot that he had lost a lot of blood and said, your son has been shot in the head. And I can't tell you the feelings that I had. I thought, well, if he was shot in the head and there's that much blood that he lost, where is he now? Phil and Shelton were locked away in a city slum. Phil's physical wounds were cared for, but he was still a captive. And he had another problem. During this time of intense trial, Phil felt like God had left him. I felt so alone during this time. I didn't feel his presence. I didn't feel the spark of the Spirit. I didn't feel any strengthening, any angels beside me. All those things I had assumed I would feel. I could almost relate to Christ when he said, why have you forsaken me? I felt so alone. 
I'd think about my kids and my wife perhaps never even seeing me again, and I'd cry. There's no darkness worse than that place where all hope is shuttered out. Back in the United States, his wife and children were going through a completely different experience. We were buoyed up by a supernatural care of God that made it so that we didn't worry. We didn't even cry. We didn't shed tears over his fate because God came in and just took care of us. Well, I came home from school that day and everybody was there, like my aunts and my uncles. And I walked into a room and my mom told me. At first, it was really scary, but then we came home and something really weird happened. We weren't scared at all. We knew he was gonna be all right. It was God, definitely. Phil decided he would trust God's promises, even in prison. While I didn't feel God's presence in that situation, I had his word written on my heart. I knew his promises and I stuck to them and he was faithful through it. Immediately, everybody we knew started to contact everybody they knew to pray for Phil's safety. There were people all over the world, all the way to Africa, who prayed for my husband's safety. That long prayer chain included a close family friend, Ruth Brown. That's when I called the 700 Club for prayer because I knew that he needed to have all the prayer he could get from people who really knew how to pray. It was touch and go the whole day and the whole night. With the sunrise the next morning and a new day dawning, I was hoping for the best, but it wasn't looking good then either. Then a stranger came in. A new guy, a new face. He's the first one that suggested, man, you shouldn't be here. This shouldn't have happened to you. I'm gonna see what I can do to get you out of here. By noon or 12.30, I was a free man. Phil spent the next few hours talking with his former captors. It was amazing. I was able to sit there and talk openly and freely. Folks came around and apologized. They apologized for shooting me. They apologized for taking me captive. We were rejoicing. We were calling each other on the phone. And I called the 700 Club and I reported that the prayer has been answered, that, that uh, Philip has been released. It was just a confirmation of what God had already shown us. After his release, Phil stayed in Haiti five more days to get Shelton's visa and take him to the States. Today, Shelton is living with a foster family that wants to adopt him. And after everything they went through, Phil and his family continue their work in Haiti. I love the country, I love the people, and I feel that I'm called there. And I'm not gonna just give up on that overnight. What was intended for a curse turned out to be a blessing. I'm sure the devil would have loved to see me dead on that road that day, but um, God turned it around for good. He always does. That was a CBN testimony, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under cbn.com, a missionary story of kidnapping and rescue. You can also find out more information about CBN at cbn.com. Have a wonderful day today, and I will see you tomorrow for Fun Friday. God bless.